So I heard you guys were going to talk about The Mandalorian. We certainly yes, we are. are. Did you guys both watch it? We did. Yes. Yep. Wasn't it crazy when Boba Fett came back? Hey, this is Nish. This is Paul. This is Willie. And this is a mini flicks. Uh, today we're talking about Mandalorian season two, which we have all watched and finished. Um, Thank we, God. Yes. I got finished like three weeks ago. I was like, could you guys please fucking watch this? I know. Willie has been hounding me and Paul to, to watch this, to finish it for a long time. I think both of us had started it. We had just kind of gotten sidetracked for a little bit. It's like dying to talk to somebody about this. And now that you have, can you understand why I was like, guys, please so, just finish it. So funny story. I Actually, when you sent that message, Willie, I hadn't even started the season yet. And then... Oh, okay. So yeah, I guess not then. I watched, I'd at least gotten through a couple episodes. Yeah, I watched one episode a night until I got through them all. There we go. So um, a lot of times in mini flicks, we kind of talk vaguely about the show that one of us has watched. This is a little different because we've all watched this and we're going to spoil the shit out of it. So fair warning. We're going to mainly be talking about like the ending and like the last few episodes and what happens and all that kind of stuff. All right. So with that, the so with that, yes. Wait, let, the, the, let me start. Let me kick this off by asking a couple of questions, um, or or making a statement. Sure. I actually, this is the first time. Uh, last season, we watched one or two, and then I waited, and then we watched like plowed through like seven in a row. I want to make this statement that we watched every week religiously. Friday came out. Saturday we watched it. It was really enjoyable watching it weekly this time around. I watched it the. Other way around, meaning that season one, I watched week by week when it came out, basically when it came out or like the next night, basically within a couple of nights, I'd watched each episode. And this one, just because I had other shit going on or whatever, I just fell behind. And then at some point I was like, like, I'm already four episodes behind. I might just wait for everything. And then I kind of started a little bit. But yeah, I binge watched it more. Paul, did you you obviously binge watched this uh Second season was the first season similar, where you kind of watched it over the course of a couple days or a week no, or whatever. The, the first season, I did the same thing. I watched it as they came out week by week, um, which it's funny because like nothing's kind of does that anymore. Well, more streaming services are starting, but um, right, it's it's actually becomes like an interesting way to watch because you don't end up like like I I remember I never really watched it. But I remember like back when people went into the office. Like I remember like a new season of Stranger Things or whatever would drop and people would be talking about the entire season. And it was basically right. like you had a week to watch this or everything was going to pass you by. And then like with stuff like this, the middle, like it's nice. It's like drawn out. You can talk about it. You can theorize what's going to happen. Like, yeah, you can you can sit with an episode a little more. I, I like that. Uh, yeah, Easter personally. eggs, the whole thing. You know, it was I, I found it quite enjoyable to watch an episode. And then I kind of missed all the Easter eggs. First of all, I don't think I'm. I'm a nerd, but not that big a nerd. Um, <laughs> and then a lot of like, where is this going and how will this impact the show's future and all the spinoffs and blah, blah. I, it was just super far more enjoyable and uh, like a lot more sunk in for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm someone generally who even I don't necessarily watch a lot of actual like content compared to you guys, um, you know, for various reasons, not least of which is just that I have not managed to get myself back into the habit of doing so. Um, but I consume a lot of pop culture nonetheless, which is to say like, I'm usually, and, and it was hard with this because I knew at some point that there was, you know, a big, 
oh, dude. set I mean, of things the, that happened during the finale. And I had to work really hard for a little bit to, to keep from getting spoiled from that. And I, even then, I, you know, I, did, I didn't completely get spoiled, but, you know, sort of like there people were playing pretty fast and loose with spoilers on the Internet with this with this uh, show. Like I, and, and there was a lot of like, eh, it's been two days, like you should have watched it by now. And it's like, really? Like two days? Really? I yeah. don't know. I, I kind of felt like they could have given or or at least like. At least I, I saw something, thankfully, after. Thankfully, I saw this after I had seen the finale. I saw something that laid out in the headline what happens in the finale and followed it up by having the audacity to have a spoiler warning in the beginning of the article. Yeah. So it's like, obviously, like the writer had put a spoiler warning in the beginning. And then, you know, the headline writer or editor or whatever was just like, fuck this. And like, like, it was like, what was the point of having the, the spoiler warning? Yeah, I got spoiled by all things of uh, that. What what kicked me off? I said like I I was like doing a pretty good job. Like I had avoided spoilers for several days, and I thought I was like free and clear because it had been like you know three four days or whatever. And then fucking Mark Hamill's somebody retweeted a tweet from him, right? Um, that was like oh, it didn't say exactly what. Yeah, seen anything interesting this weekend or something? No, it, it, it was there was um, one after that that he actually sort of. Yeah, got into it was, a little more detail without the tweet, being the tweet spe- was like, specific. I can't believe, I, like, I you know, we were able I to keep keep this a keep secret, this secret for, for over yeah. a year, and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. damn it, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right, exactly. I, I mean, that, it could mean a mean. couple of things, but as it turns out, the thing that it's most likely to mean is what it meant. Is what it meant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So okay, so let's. Um, we could go a bunch of different ways like with this, but I guess the easiest way to go is let's maybe just start by talking about the very last episode and specifically Luke Skywalker's appearance in the very last episode is sort of the culmination of, you know, the 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 season in, in a way and sort of, you know, the end of Grogu, now that we know his name, uh, Baby Yoda's journey. Um, so, well, I, that is a question. Are we done with Grogu? Are we done with... No, we're not. So many questions that showed up. But, um, Are we done with I Grogu mean, like in the Mandalorian or done with Grogu? Period. Like I, in I think the Mandalorian. We're, I think we're season. I think the Mandalorian. We saw Jedi's a couple times, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think we're <clears throat> done with Grogu for a little bit. Like, 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 I think if the Mandalorian continues, at least, like, he might. As they said, like, you know, I'll see you again. I promise. Like, I mean, I, I, I imagine we would return and see him at some point, but I don't think he's going to be a focus of the show anymore. I'm not even like has has this show been renewed for season three? Like it, it yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure because it honestly wraps up in a way that's sort of like, huh, like do we, you know, we don't necessarily need the show anymore. It's very much lean, you know, the the post credit scene um basically leans back towards, you know, the the Boba Fett spin-off that's coming. That's why at first I was a little confused. <laughs> I thought maybe because if if you notice before the episodes, they call them chapters. And then they and then the, 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 the book of Boba the book Fett. Of Boba so Fett. Like yeah, maybe Mandalorian season three is this other the other other chapters in yeah. this book. Yeah. Right? I didn't even and think of that idea. I mean, I, in season yeah, four, but no, it, it is a separate show. Yeah, saw an article with Favreau and he's like, no, 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 that's its own thing. And season three is going to go into production uh, of the Mandalorian like the same time. Yeah, yeah. I, my my suspicion is they kind of left the door open to go either way because I know for a little while there they weren't sure if Pedro Pascal was going to come back for a third season. Yes, that is true. 
yeah. um, but he is, so they can, you know, they can go forward with whatever that is. Season, um, uh, so season three, it seems like maybe would, uh, my, my bet would be that season three, the focus in large part would be on basically the quest to retake Mandalore to some extent. Mm-hmm. And like, a, like all the stuff with Bo-Katan and stuff that they sort of introduced. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. That feels like where it would go from here. A little, a little dark saber, hot potato, or something, or yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is cool that he has a dark saber now. What the hell is that Unexpected. thing? Is that is that like a lightsaber? But 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 you know, like I'm 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 not clear on what this dark saber thing is. So you probably it's know more a, than I do, Paul. Yeah, it's like an ancient weapon um, that the Mandalorians had that isn't a lightsaber, but can fight lightsabers like it, right. like a lightsaber can't cut it or whatever and it was um, given right it, it was given by the jedi to a mandalorian right originally or something like that or am i making that up i feel like i read that somewhere uh now you're getting too deep for me i don't know the, yeah. I don't know the answer but I basically mean, yeah. i'm just parroting what i've seen in some article somewhere so it's not yeah, like it's, i know it's a ceremonial weapon that the true like ruler of mandalore has to have uh, i think it was badass especially yeah, was. when um you know, Mandalorian finally finds Baby Yoda, and what's his face has got this fucking sword. Yeah, Moff Gideon. Yeah. Yeah. What what I really like about it is how it's like really shaped like a sword. Like it's not just this cylinder kind of the way that a normal <laughs> lightsaber is. It like has a curve. It yeah. it has like a heft to it. It's like thick. It's like a pirate sword. Yeah. <laughs> a pirate lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. Even no, I, I, if I agree. It was very spoke cool. Like a pirate. Yes. <laughs> What do you think of Moff Gideon as a bad guy in the last couple episodes? He was pretty prominent, right? He was always kind of like a one or two liner. Um, but these last two episodes were, was very prominent. Yeah. So, well, every, so I want to have one quick statement about the season in general, cause it's going to color like everything else I say, cool. but I feel like in general, the season did a little too much setting up spinoffs um because it's set up like three or four um and the a lot of the episodes started to feel very samey to me which is basically like mandalorian shows up he needs something okay i'll give you this thing if you do this thing for me okay i'll do do this thing for you especially especially basically like the first four to five episodes right were were that way It, it, it really felt a lot like i mean there was like an arc in those first Four episodes, like like uh, as in like the, there is an overarching plot of he is trying to find a Jedi to to give Baby Yoda to so that he can you know train or or he doesn't even really know right he's just supposed to return him to his kind right but like the real plot kind of doesn't kick in until like say episode six when 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 Grogu's taken like that's it, kind of where the like those fo- last three episodes kind of have much more of a of an actual like drive to them. Exactly. Well, so the re- the rest I don't think it was quite an arc. It was like <laughs> it was it was it was, it was it was episodic, which I mean is kind of what yeah. they're going for in some the ways. Star Wars but... version of House, right? Yeah. There was a problem, and yeah, 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 Dr. yeah, yeah. House like a, like, a, like <laughs> right. monster monster of the week episodes in the X Files, like kind of yeah. totally a little bit. But um, but but even then, like those can be great. I mean, some of the best X Files episodes were monster of the week episodes. But um, they they but, can uh, but, be but, great. But, but when but, you only but, have but like eight episodes. And and I agree with you that those first few episodes really like by the third one, it was like, yeah, like this is like very formulaic at this point, even even though I still found every episode enjoyable. It was definitely like exactly what you said, where it's like he comes to a new planet or whatever, 
and he needs something of some kind and he has to, you know, do something for them to get it. And then he does it. And then at the end of the episode, he gets what he needs and he's moving to the next place. Right. I think I would have had more tolerance for that if this had been like a 12 episode season than an eight Agreed. episode. But just so you bet, you asked about Moff Gideon. And the thing is like, yeah, I really liked him. I would have liked to feel his presence through the whole season. And I feel like I didn't like, I like, like you kind of forget about him. And then he does show up like randomly in like episode four or something like when they, oh, when they go to yeah. that Imperial base. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's fair. I mean, I think Penny and Nolan were like, who is that guy? Like he was the bad guy in last season. Hey, Right, right, and 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 to be fair, even in the first season, you don't even see him or know who he is at all until episode nine, right, out of ten or something like that, Mm -hmm. like the second to last episode, right. Which is fine. I, I, my expectation for season two though was it was going to be like Mando on the run from Moff Gideon, and like they kind of said that that was happening, but like it doesn't really come up that much. Like one time, the bounty hunters find him looking for the. Looking, looking for baby Yoda. And other than that, it's like, yeah, he says like he's on the run and people are after him, but we don't really see that happening ever. Right. Um, so Why does that he wear um, Darth Vader bottoms. He's like, this, yeah, like from like, his like, neck down, like, it's like, like, like he, has, he, he has like the control panel or something going on. I wondered that too. <laughs> well, I, thought, I, I think, thought... I think he dressed like the boss, right? Like he's, He's he's got dress, the fashion that's in cool dress dress for the dress job for you the want job you want yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice exactly oh. so anyway like so, so so that's that's my comment is kind of I should say like I really like the season I do hmm. I, like I sound negative I I'm not um, but I that aspect of it like yeah I would have liked more Moff Gideon I liked everything that I had I they didn't kill him and they could have so. I guess he'll still be around in some way, shape, or form. Right. Uh, I think I think was... they were like, look, we're allowed to have a dud or two. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, they went the right way about it, right? We, meaning that the second half of the season was the stronger part of the season. And that's much better than the other way around. You know, I, I feel like it ended strongly. Like it ended with a lot of momentum, I would say. Um, and so that was that was really good. Um, obviously, it picks up when Boba Fett shows up. Yeah. Yes. And and so that gets to what I wanted to say about Boba Fett, which is basically I don't really think that Boba Fett's cooler than Luke Skywalker. I mean, come on. But <laughs> I feel like they made Boba Fett cool. Like Boba Fett was, you know, Boba Fett was the equivalent of like, you know, he, he was coasting by on name. You know, he's like he's got like five minutes of screen time or something in, in like the first three movies. And like half of that screen time is his him getting tossed into a pit. So it's like. <laughs> You know, he was he had so much like recognition and and it was based on nothing. And so I felt like they really did something with that, which I appreciated. They actually showed it's like why he's a badass, like why he would have that reputation in the first place. Um, And I felt like he was great. I I never really loved. I mean, it's the prequels, so there's a lot I didn't really love, but I never really loved like the whole Django Fett thing. Like it just felt like this added on thing mm-hmm. and like Boba Fett as a kid it, it just felt like one of those dumb things that was in the prequels where it's like this is stupid um and you know it's the same guy right Tim how do you say his name Temuera Morrison is that it Tamora yeah Tamora Tamora Morrison. Mor- yeah okay um and he was really good I, I I I really liked what they did with him like making him all scarred up and and stuff like that and I liked his vibe I liked the way he fought like that that 
they really only do it in one thing, one episode, really, which is the first episode with Boba Fett, where he comes uh, to what is it, Tython, while uh, while Grogu is trying to contact the Jedi at the top of the hill. Um, but his his fight scene there is awesome, like like both without the armor and then with the armor um, is it's like the full range of like what what he could do was kind of on display there. And I thought it was great. It, w- it was the kind of thing that it's like, yeah, like this shit would make me want to buy like Boba Fett action figures. Yeah, um, that, 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 that was a cool scene. Uh, he does kind of spend the rest of the season as like the wheel man driving the getaway car. I know. <laughs> I found that disappointing. I found that very disappointing where it's like, wait, he's he's not going on like that final. Like it was one thing when he wasn't there for like the second to last episode when they go to the refinery or whatever it is, the mining place yep. um, with the, the, the Bill Burr episode. But like the, the finale, it's like, really? Like he's just going to like be the distraction and then jet away and then we don't even see him again like, until like the post credit thing. It's like, ugh. but yeah. um, yeah. Well, one, one, one thing about the finale that I appreciated in two ways, by the way, speaking of who goes on the ship is that Mando goes to get baby Yoda. The rest of the crew are all women. I loved simultaneously that they were all women and that the show did not call attention to that fact. Like, like, like they didn't pull, they didn't pull like an a force from the end of Avengers Endgame, where it's like, look at all these women together kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I appreciated that because they were just four badass characters, basically. I just Uh, couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't look at, um, I don't even know the character's name in the Mandalorian and not think, Oh, there's Starbuck. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. 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 Katie Sackhoff. (laughs) I remember what I, I pointed out to Penny. I was like, you know, this woman play typically just plays a badass space check. That's that's her role. Yep, pretty good at like, it. She's like that girl's tough. I'm like she's kind of tough in everything. She's in sci. Well, she's tough sci-fi check basically. <laughs> it's true. It- I, I would like to have seen Luke's reaction if he walked in at the end and Boba Fett was standing there, though. Yes, because Luke too. would not have seen that one coming. I agree. Which which actually may be why he wasn't there because everyone would have been like. Well, what the hell, you know? Um, I, we went back and watched um, because Penny was like, what's Boba Fett's deal? I was like, he was in all the Star Wars movies, but like for like this long. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. So we pulled up um, for Return of the Jedi. Is that the one with Jabba the Fett? Return yeah. of the Jedi? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we yeah. pulled up the scene where he gets swallowed, essentially. And I was like, look, there's Boba Fett. She's like, well, oh, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. It basically like flies. Yeah. Empire calculates and gets eaten. Right. Empire Strikes Back is marginally better, but you still don't see him do anything cool. You just hear him say a couple of lines and then show show or chase them, show up at uh, Bespin and get Han and Carbonite. Like that's basically right. it. Yeah. I mean, this this season kind of does for Boba Fett and for Luke, which is kind of like show them being the badasses we always kind of thought. Show they them were. at the height of their powers. It's basically yeah. what they did for Darth Vader, Vader and Rogue One at the end of Rogue One. Uh, yeah. When they're in the hallway, and it's like, yeah, it's like it's like Darth Vader, the best you've ever seen him, right? Um, which I did. I so let's talk about Luke a little bit because sure, um, I did like it was good to see that like Luke Skywalker, the badass, because um, he didn't do him right in his last two appearances. Well, right. I mean, he's supposed to be the super badass in Return of the Jedi, right? He's he's. But he's kind of he kind of is and kind of isn't. Um, but in this one, like it's clear his 
he's like powerful at, at a at, he's like next level powerful right right he's just killing yeah, these man. super powerful robots left and I mean, right yeah like uh, mando is getting crushed and like barely escaped barely a robot and luke right. basically just comes in and destroys an army of them the last one he like crushes with his right. hands like very darth vader ish right but he's yep. like yep oh, i'll just crumble you like a like a tin can here it was badass when yeah. did you guys know it was hit i mean i guess paul you got spoiled nish like when did you know from the x-wing i knew you know i from- i i pretty much guessed from the x-wing um i i or or sorry i should say once you saw him in the footage and could tell it was a jedi and then with the x-wing it was like well who else is it going to be at that point basically i can tell you if you i i think um and then certainly once you saw the green lightsaber yeah yeah that to me it was like watching it it was like all right the x-wing came in it's like oh that would be fucking awesome if it was luke and then you saw the glove and you're like no way is it luke and then you see the green lightsaber and you're like dude it's luke but they were not showing him the whole time she's like oh what if it's not what if they're messing with you right like, right the, sure and then like watching this jedi rip shit up and then ultimately the reveal um there's a lot of criticism about the um the cg i thought it was great afterwards i was like penny you know that wasn't actually him and she's like no and i was like yeah that was that's like the special effects yeah, I mean it. You know, you can if you know it's CG, you can tell it's CG. But it's definitely better than the CG in Rogue One for for Peter Cushing and Carrie Fisher. Um, yeah, they've come a long way with this stuff. It yeah, looked, I thought it looked yeah. good. I mean, his eyes looked a little dead, but who cares? Yeah, I, I I think it's exactly what you said. Where basically, like, if if you know it's CG, you can tell it's CG. If you didn't know, you wouldn't think it was. Like, if you just thought that was a guy. Like if you didn't if you didn't know that that's Mark Hamill and he's like not that age and all that, like if you were just like, oh, it's, you know, if you were watching it for the first time and you're like, oh, it's that that's Luke Skywalker, you wouldn't I don't think you'd be like, that's not really a person or, you know, it's a, or it's like a de-aged whatever, you know, that. Yeah, I, I think it's fine. Like, I think someone pointed out that, like, in five or 10 years, we'll look back and it won't hold up, which might be true. But yeah. Um, there was some chatter online that, you know, should they recast, should they have recast the part or something like that? And I think everybody the answer wa- is no. Everybody wants Sebastian Stan. Um, but it, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad they didn't recast it. First of all, if they had recast it and that guy had walked in, I think everyone would be like, well, who the hell is this guy? Right. You would, like, you, and, and then he would have to be would, like, I'm Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. He would, he would have to say his name at that point. If, yeah. if it was, uh, if it was someone else, even if it was Sebastian Stan who, you know, I've I've seen why people want Sebastian Stan, and I have to admit he looks surprisingly a lot more like young Mark Hamill than I would have expected, considering I you know I know what he looks like, and I would never have thought that. But oh. um, but yeah, I, I I I I was wondering if like I was trying to go through in my head like it was like I I guess you know I guess there's no necessary reason she would, but it was like I was trying to think like would Cara Dune recognize him? I mean, she was with the Rebellion, right? Like. Does everyone in the rebellion know who he is? I mean, on the one hand, like he didn't necessarily obviously have like contact with everyone in the rebellion, like far from it. But on the other hand, he's the guy who saved, who like defeated the empire. You would think they would know who he is, right? Yeah, but my guess is they probably, I don't know. He probably, you probably downplay that, right? And like, um, he probably did. That's true. But, but at the, I, but at, I don't think at, at the end of the day, like he also, he wasn't right. Like, 
like whether he's on the Death Star or not, like shit goes down the same way, pretty much. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. I mean, it's Lando if it's anyone, right? <laughs> yeah, or or you know, maybe it's it's uh, the Ewoks. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's getting that uh, that shield generator down. Um, but now we've gone far afield. Um, yes. What was the other thing? I, I so I I thought the weakest episode of the season was the Ahsoka Tano episode, and I say that as someone who loves Ahsoka, but like it really felt like a, an episode. It really felt like a, a a show from a different TV show. Um, that I was just like I I don't like this. Really feels like it's like forced in here. It doesn't need to be here, and it seems super weird. Um. It was timed. That one came out the week of all the announcements. Oh, did it? The yeah. the the investor week or whatever. So, so like, not that it was. I think that was just like an episode to like get you pumped up about all the announcements. Like that episode came out, and then like three days later, the announcement that a spinoff was coming. Which is which I'm excited for. Like I would love to see a. Sh- I'll, I'll look, I'm very much looking her. forward to the show yeah. focused on her. It just it yeah. just felt weird to be dropped in here. Yeah, weird, I didn't. But I didn't, on one hand, on another hand, think about it this way: like that's Penny's first experience seeing this character, and she was like, "That character was badass." And ma- like, she was like, "I want her to be in the show." And I was like, oh. "And then like four days later, like she actually has her own show coming." Right. There's like a wave of young kids that were like, "Who is that?" Right. Understandably yeah, so. It was a yeah. Kind of thing. I didn't. I didn't think that was the weakest episode. I feel. I feel like. To me, the weakest episode would be either two or three. One, one, one of like the Frog Lady episodes, either either the first one or the uh, or the one mm. where they come back. And I, I you know, I, I realize that sets up some stuff, but you know, I kind of um, like, like the Frog Lady stuff. I like I like when Mando has people around him that get into trouble and he's got to get them out. Like I mean, that's yeah. the whole Baby Yoda thing. And like the Frog Lady was kind of the same way. And she he's, she's just like constantly causing him problems. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't really mind that. Like, like, uh, uh, let me, you know, be honest. Like, I still liked those episodes. Like, I didn't dislike them. I just felt like, you know, I, I the the Ahsoka Tano one. I I still felt like was like, I agree with you that it did feel tonally different from some of the other ones. Like, like, like not just her. Like, like it served a purpose at least, which is why I like it more. In that, like, it he finds a Jedi, and he's you know. It still has a little bit of the like help me do this kind of thing, but like it's it's still is it's one that works a little better. It doesn't feel like you're just spinning your wheels. Like it feels a little more like it's like, okay, we found a Jedi and now we have to go to this like place. And that place, you know, turns out to be pretty consequential in terms of, you know, it's where he contacts Luke, it's where he finds Boba Fett, it's where, you know, that he uh you know, the child gets abducted, like all that stuff. Yeah, um, it was it was a little bit of like like um well I don't think I don't think he should be with the Jedi. I was like, well no, I should. He's like, all right, fine, like I'm not gonna do it, but you can go here and try to call someone and see if right. anybody answers. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, I guess. Like uh, I, I I think I think there's a better way they could have handled that, I guess is is what I think ultimately. I'll uh, give you my underrated episode of the season is the Josh Jumel episode. The first Josh episode? Jumel. Oh, you mean Timothy yeah. Oliphant. Same thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. I I agree that 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 is a very good episode and and easy to underrate because it's the first episode and 
Now it's so super episodic. It's exactly into the that, that Paul's main complaint, but it was the first of them. Right. Right. I mean, so I mean, the main thing you get out of it in terms of furthering the rest Boba of the Fett. plot. Yeah. Yeah, is, yeah. Is that he gets Boba Fett's armor and you see the glimpse of Boba Fett at the end. The, the detail of that episode that I really like is that the armor doesn't really fit Timmy the Elephant. Like he's too tall and too big yeah, for it. Yeah. Like it leaves a lot of him exposed, but. Um, it's like yeah. a belly shirt. What, <laughs> what did you guys think? I thought this was a like really a cool. Latin woman. I, I, I thought one really interesting thing that they introduced. I, I just thought it was a neat twist to put on the character was the revelation that Mando is like kind of part of like a fundamentalist cult like, oh yeah and that, that it's like the rest of like everybody else kind of looks at it like the other mandalorians are like oh god you're one of those guys like <laughs> they kind of had to do something right because like if, <coughs> if you've seen other like if you've seen the uh, the the cartoons and stuff like you know the mandalorians just take their helmets off um so they had to explain it somehow <clears> and, I, and i like that that i like i like that twist on it that like you're kind of and and i like that it's like breaking down his ideology a little bit and like someone pointed out like that's kind of what parenting is where it's like mm, you kind of have to sacrifice everything to be a parent and like he ultimately like has to make that sacrifice of like his most closely held belief if he's going to rescue the kid is he's got to take his helmet off and show a bunch of people um so i like all that i do right. wonder all, it, how he i do wonder how he maintains his facial hair when he's got his helmet on all the time like is he right. is he shaving well, around that mustache or I mean, dude, how does he even eat? No, he, 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 he takes he it off. It, yeah, he no, lifts he, it up. Right. Well, 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 he takes it off. Like they they explain that in season one, right? Like she, it in the in the uh, episode where they're in like the backwater town and they have to save the town from the uh, from yeah. the ATAT. Like he says, like she the the woman asks him, and he basically says, like, yeah, I, I take it off when I'm alone. Like like I eat. Like I don't sleep with it, and I don't like eat with it on. Like I just can't show anyone else my. My face. Like space I don't, I don't. Mid, so that's a, some intense intermittent fasting in order to keep those those appearances. Up. That yeah, that is fair. Like you, you keep his felt figure. Yeah. Well, we do yeah. have that scene of him like drinking the soup with yeah, with yeah, Baby in, Yoda, in, and he in, tilts in it public. back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like. Yeah. I, I did like that little. I did like that thing. Um, he needs a like a predator trap, like a face trap, like the predator, so he could drink <laughs> and just close it back up. <laughs> I, I part of me thinks this is like a this is like a I I wonder all right so you, you want my crazy my crazy theory Go is that it. Pedro Pascal said I will come back for the third season but you have to be able to see my face yeah like either all the time or a hell of a lot more they're like all right we need to get him like out of the helmet on a on a regular basis here it was um, uncomfortable yeah the last two episodes how often his mask was off yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 okay with it though you know I mean I mean I mean meeting like I understand I like on the one hand like he signed on knowing he would have to keep that helmet on a fair amount on the other hand it's like Peter Pascal's a good actor and I like seeing him like it's like in, in the end like do I I mean he'll still have the helmet on enough like I I'm I'm good with it I don't right. I need I mean, him to keep having his helmet I mean they on sure the as shit can shoot a whole lot of stuff if he keeps the helmet on true but it doesn't yeah. need to be it doesn't need to be him doing anything but oh sorry but av right but that was right. that was one of the complaints of the first season which was like basically like mm, like was he even in like this was he even like the actor playing the mandalorian and by all accounts like he was in the suit a he lot in more the, in yeah two. i did like um what i think was the best my my favorite um episode of the season which was the refinery episode when 
he's got his helmet off and they're and um bill burr is like getting worked up and he's talking to the officer and, and talking about like what the empire does and um mando just gives him a look and is just like don't do this and like he's got the same like you can tell he's got the same body language as if he had the helmet on um and like um and that whole scene i have to say like really works for me of, of that's Bill a good scene. like working himself up and working himself up he's like yeah oh fuck it i'm just gonna shoot this guy yeah I, I, Bill I, Burr yeah playing himself yeah no he does he bill bill Burr does a great job in that episode i i just think i mean it's his episode kind of and and overall i think he does a really good job like not just being like you know grouchy like you know getting getting all riled up bill burr but yeah. i mean there's a fair amount of sort of you know dramatic heft he has to carry in terms of like a guy who's seen some shit and is like pretty disillusioned and i feel like he pulls it off very well i think and gets a gets row like how did he land that part i don't know that's a good question i mean he's he's got a good track record now he's on breaking bad too so he's got Got a, got, got a couple good shows under his belt. That falls into my um, that that category <laughs> for me of uh, heard that was good. <laughs> oh, oh, you heard it was good, huh? <laughs> I heard that was good. <laughs> um, so who else? Any any other uh, people or episodes you want to shout out? Um, Big Now Win, total badass. Happy that yes. she's going to be in the spinoff. Um, always always really like to see her. Um, Katie Sackhoff, I like that they put her in there, especially since she did the voice of the same character in right in the in the cartoon. So that was a nice little touch. Um, yeah, the, the supporting everybody supporting in there is always is always really good. Like the little teams, like you know, the 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 first two seasons kind of follow this pattern of like Mando putting a team together, putting a team together, together. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And, and he always puts together really good teams. I like, I always like those people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They've created a pretty good, you know, group of supporting players for him. You know, people who, I, you know, they have their own shit going on, obviously. Like, but, but, yeah, I mean, they have a pretty good supporting cast at this point, um, overall. So, yeah, it'll be nice. Like, like you said, uh, Willie, it'll be interesting to see what, if anything, they do with Moff Gideon in season three. I mean, I, I guess he's basically. A prisoner of the New Republic at this point, right? That that's they got to do something. We with assume him that's where he would be at the beginning they, of season three. He tried to off himself for a reason. Sure. I think there's some something to his story with with Luke. To be honest with you, he gets scared shitless when Luke shows up. I I that was a nice little touch that like that was the, that's like the only time you see him like freaked out of his gourd right it's like he's like holy shit i have these badass robot stormtroopers and this guy is just mowing them just the mowing down. them down yeah like that was his ace in the hole <laughs> yeah i did like that moment i think we'll see him again i think we'll see luke again to be honest um probably not a lot but i because i think we'll see grogu again um yeah so big question i guess is we know what happens to the the beings that luke trains right like is that what happens to grogu that's a pretty sad ending if that's what happens no or no he's, grogu get he's, out? The, he's the really short knight of ren in the background that you can't <laughs> see <laughs> great so he just gets turned to the dark side then it's good no good, good i good think, to know <laughs> i i think my guess is all right my my next crazy conspiracy he ends up not becoming a jedi 
and he becomes like I don't know force competent, force conversational, if not fluent, and ends up like bailing and you know comes back to Mandalorian. Okay, I can see that. That's my guess. Yeah, like he like he leaves before his training is complete. Hala, um, Luke going to rescue the others in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, you know, he takes a semester to abroad, and he finds out this isn't for him, and yeah, you know, decides to come back home. Yeah, it could even be something like that. I mean, meaning where you know, at at the point yeah. where Mando is in like the most trouble or something like that, he comes to rescue him, or you know, as I part think of the he, during his semester abroad is when all the shit goes down and he can't be trained anymore. And we'll we'll see him in the future getting trained, and he'll be a badass Jedi. So this is well. How long do we have until until all that happens? I, I freak, so my like, understanding is my understanding is that Mandalorian takes place nine years after Return of the Jedi after after the Battle of Yavin. Um, okay. And the pre or sorry the the sequel trilogy starts I think um, thirty four years after. So I think there's it's there's twenty five years in between. I think. Yeah, but how long has um, Kylo Ren been Kylo Ren when Force Awakens starts? It can't a while. Be a huge, right? It, on the one hand, it feels like it has to be a while because people know who he is and he's, you know, pretty high up and he's been doing shit. But like on the other hand, like it can't be that long because he's not that old, right? Right. Um, like, like yeah. I, I wouldn't imagine it's like more than like three or four years, honestly. They're they're really about to fill in that gap between those two trilogies a lot because like of all the shows coming out, aren't like three or four of them set in that in the Mandalorian time period? Like yes, a lot a lot of them are set in the Mandalorian time period. The, like well, the Boba Fett one is, the Ahsoka one is, um, one of the other but, ones. Is, oh, Rangers of the New Republic, which I don't know what that's about, but that that is as well. Could yeah, could, could, could be a Cara Dune spin spinoff, but maybe not. Uh, so I, I hope that I hope that season three is less setting up other shows um, and more, you know. And I and I hope that they also don't make the stakes super huge, gigantic. Like the show works best when it's small stakes. Um, that being said, they probably are. Yeah, that was your, that, but that was your chief complaint. <laughs> what? The small stakes are the repetitive serialized kind of no, no, a problem. I, he solves it and we move on. I think there's a I think those two things can be mutually exclusive. Like you can have small stakes that aren't just the same every time. Like no. I'm I'm also happy with like a two to three episode arc that's sent yeah. over. Or no, like, I mean season season one had small stakes from episode to episode, but they but each episode didn't feel like the exact same plot. I mean they you know, the the Mandalorian, right? It's a space western and most of the plots are kind of taken or modified from westerns like you can you can see some of the ones that like make sense like the uh like like the one i was you know mentioning the 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 one yeah, where they saved the village from the raiders or whatever i mean that's it's only two of them but it's basically like magnificent seven basically like mm-hmm. like it's that kind of thing they're hired to like help the town right so it's like you have things like that and i i do agree with Paul that like it it felt like they went back to the same story this time like over and over again or the, or the same setup anyway and there are a couple different things you that they could they could they could have varied it a little more 
Sure. A, 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 a nitpick, but, you know. Yeah, I, I do worry a little bit that if when Dave Filoni is involved, every show turns into the same show. Like he made Clone Wars and then he made Rebels and like towards the end of Rebels, it turns into Clone Wars. And then this show kind of feels like it could be going on the same trajectory. Um, but I hope they don't. I hope they say we can do that other places. Mandalorian is like a guy with some problems that don't like that aren't galactic in scale. Like, right. He's just also, a guy trying to get by. Yeah. I would also prefer... I think I would prefer, I mean, who knows if they do it well, then I might be fine. But like, I would prefer if they didn't overly, you know, by the time the third season comes along, they're going to have some of these spinoffs going on too. Right. And so obviously there may be some crossover because some of these characters were introduced in the Mandalorian and they may come back to the Mandalorian or something like that. But I hope it doesn't, you know, it's not overly, you know, like the kind of thing where it's like, fuck, now I got to watch like five of I these at the same time the, to know what's going uh, on. I think they uh, already said they're going to do like a Defender style crossover. That's a little uh, different because because Defenders is more like a like you watch these four and then there's like another series where basically they all come together. And it's like, that's OK. Right. I, I don't mind that. It's more okay. like I don't I don't want it to be too much like a comic book where like like. By the time the next episode of Mandalorian kicks off, I have to have also seen like the third episode of the Ahsoka series that was going on to know what they're talking about in the next episode of Mandalorian. Like, mm. like oh, I, yeah, I don't want, sure. I don't want to have to do that where it's like, I have to like keep track, like in real time of like four different series. I think you're going to see a lot of Mandalorian showing up in the other shows more so than vice versa. That's fair. I could see that. He's an easy character to come in briefly for yeah. for something. We got a problem like, oh, sh-, and then it's like insurmountable odds. And then fucking Mandalorian comes in and mows down an army of people. Right. I mean, that that works a little better because most of those other. Well, maybe people, not most, but people some like of, him, too. Yeah. And some of those other series are going <clears throat> to be more serialized. Like they're, they're going to have more of an overarching plot and, and be less episodic. I mean, this obviously mm-hmm. had a plot. I mean, this was a two season arc basically of of him and grogu but but it was still largely episodic just keep grogu cute cute people keep watching that's right he was on a skew on a cute scale this season he was off the charts cute yeah <laughs> when, he, when he was committing small-scale genocide and eating those frog people babies <laughs> it was it was cute genocide it was cute <laughs> penny penny was very conflicted because she's like he's so cute but he's murdering the babies <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I suspect that audience reaction to season three might impact how quickly Grogu leaves his semester abroad and comes back. <laughs> if they're just like, "No, I need, I need Baby Yoda in this show." Sorry, like, show does not work without Baby Yoda. And please don't replace him with something that's that they try to make as cute because no, it's not that's happen. not going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> he finds his cousin Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like him off from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next season, Mando goes to Hawaii and wears a tiki, <laughs> cursed tiki, tiki idol. <laughs> I'm picturing him surfing in like the top half of his armor, but board shorts on a surfboard. That's right. I'm picturing right. Mando lifting up his helmet to eat pork chops and applesauce. <laughs> Mando gets a tattoo in episode three. <laughs> Big turtle on his back. Boba Fett is way cooler than Luke. <laughs> we're, Penny, Penny, we're going to get to this, but I 
have a similar point to make. Believe Hold it or on, not, I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. <laughs>